Attention local community theater goers in the Miramichi and surrounding areas. Don't miss out on a show that will leave you in stitches from start to finish. CM Productions presents Ken Ludwig's Lend Me a Tenor on August 18th to 21st at the MVHS Theater. The play is a farce that follows world-famous tenor Tito Morelli, also known as Il Stupendo, who was set to appear with the Cleveland Grand Opera Company for one night only as the star of the opera. However, things do not go as planned, often with hilarious results. I'm honored to be acting in this play amongst an all-star cast, including Drew Sobey, Jansen Blackier, Brianna Obey, Ashley Robichaud, Grace Sobey, Samantha Loban, and Tristan Eisner. Tickets are $20 and can be purchased at the door. So again, that's CM Productions presents Ken Ludwig's Lend Me a Tenor, August 18th to 21st at the MVHS Theatre. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, coming at you today with me, myself, and I in a nice air-conditioned room where it where it is away from the insane heat that is outside. Just crazy, just crazy. For those of you who are working outside, doing lawn, um, lawn work, whatever, this and that, just stay hydrated. It is very important. Um don't need anybody collapsing heat stroke or anything so uh thank you all for joining me today uh super stoked to be here away from the heat just for a little bit anyway um just to to get the show done for today so uh today we are going to be discussing uh a little bit of dc stuff uh the first first and foremost it was announced that joker 2 uh which is known as now Apologies if I butcher any of these sayings. Joker Folie à deux, uh, the Joker sequel, just got a release date for 2024. Uh, and also Ben Affleck is uh, confirmed to be returning as Batman in uh, Aquaman 2, uh, which is very, very exciting to hear. And we'll also be giving our thoughts, or well, I will be giving my thoughts on... Um, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman's return to Better Call Saul, whether or not it delivered um, the most anticipated moment of the series. So very, very uh, interested to see where people stand on that, whether they thought it was worth it or not. That's totally up to interpretation at this point. People can complain either way, but for me personally, I think it was great, but we'll talk about that later on the show. And uh, so, yeah, so thank you for joining me today, guys, with just with just myself. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, let's just uh, get down to it. Welcome back to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran. Uh, here we are back again, still in the heat wave. Nothing's changed with that. But the show must go on. Show must go on. Just make sure if you're wherever you're listening to this to, if you're listening to it in your car or you're listening to it in your house or whatever, uh, just make sure you stay hydrated. Uh, if if possible, air conditioning. <laughs> uh, do whatever you got to do and uh, just don't collapse. Um, so uh, here we are today. Um uh, our first topic today um, is going to be uh, surrounding the recent news that uh, Joker 2 is officially coming. Now, of course, we've known, 
we've known for a while that uh, they were doing a sequel to Joker, uh, but uh, it was just kind of all up in the air. Not sure who's coming back, who's going to be in it, this and that. So it's been kind of um, not in, in uh, development hell, but uh, uh, it's been in development normal development for the last uh, few years it was re- the first one re- was released in uh, october 2019 to to great success uh one billion dollars too i mean hey that's you know obviously <laughs> any studio that's why there's been five transformers movies uh they could have stopped after the second one but they just kept it going because you know the the billion dollars speaks louder than words money speaks louder than words and that is completely the case with michael bay <laughs> um so Joker 2, uh, it is uh, called uh, Joker uh, Folie à Deux. Now, I apologize. Uh, I might be butchering that to death. I probably am. Uh, Joker Folie à Deux. And uh, I'm just going to read on uh, Wikipedia what Folie à Deux is, uh, for those of you who are, who are unsure of that. So Folie à Deux, um, uh, also known as Shared Psychosis or Shared Delusional Disorder, SDD, is a rare psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another. The same syndrome shared by more than two people may be called folie à trois or quatre, uh, so three, four, uh, and further folie en famille, uh, family madness, or uh, folie à plusieurs. I'm probably butchering that. My apologies. Uh, which means madness of several. So. Kind of fits too. Joker two and um, Folia de Joker two. I think that kind of that's kind of interesting. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, it was it was announced that uh, Joker two will be released October fourth, two thousand twenty four. Uh, director Todd Phillips, who of course uh, directed the first one, will be uh, returning for this, and Joaquin Phoenix is uh, returning as uh, the as the the man of the film, the main character, Joker. Which, I mean, can't really do it without him. So, great to see that he's come back. And, you know, Academy Award winning actor. He won the the uh, Oscar for the first Joker. So, it's kind of there like a no-brainer. You're like, if you're doing Joker 2, what are you going to do? Cast Jared Leto? Like, if, if Joaquin Phoenix said no, what would you have done? Cast Jared Leto? That didn't work out the first time. So, <laughs> um, so and then it was also announced too. Uh, which, I mean, it was... It was discussed previously. It was uh, discussed previously, um, but nothing was, I, I guess, set in stone. That Lady Gaga will be playing Harley Quinn. So as I said, uh, they had, there were rumors about it. Uh, what I'm not sure where the rumors first circulated. Whether Lady Gaga said something that alluded to it or something, I'm not entirely sure. But um, Lady Gaga is officially going to appear as Harley Quinn. Uh, which I'm super stoked about. I think that's I think that's amazing. I mean, uh, who knew Lady Gaga c- could act? That's something. Um, uh, obviously, A Star Is Born. Uh, that's the only Lady Gaga movie I've seen. Whether um, I'm not sure if you guys have all seen it, but she's a phenomenal actress, and I'm super I'm super excited to see what she does with Harley Quinn. Um, and it's also. It, it, it is kind of a no-brainer if you're going to do uh, more Joker movies that you, you kind of have to introduce Harley Quinn at some point. So it was really just a matter of who's going to play her. Margot Robbie, I would have loved to have her back. But, you know, they want to keep those universes uh, separate. So I, I completely understand that. And uh, 
one thing that's interesting though is that they said that the movie is is a uh, rumored or or set to be a musical which i think is really interesting i think is really interesting when i first heard that i said that's kind of bullshit why would they make a musical out of a joker movie especially since the first one was so so dark and so and and and, and so violent and horrific uh what are you gonna do with the musical but i mean it, it kind of fits with the joker and harley quinn uh, uh, characters, if you uh, you know, obviously knowing them from the from generations, um, over the course of several Batman uh, uh, media, uh, so yeah, it kind of fits uh, for sure. Um, but so as I said at first, I was re- very skeptical, and I didn't know. I'm like, oh, this movie's just gonna fall flat on its face. What are we gonna do? Like, what what's Todd Phillips thinking? This and that. But then I, there's some journalists. Who are, who are emphasizing the point, you know, people who might have a s- severe trepidation about Joker 2, uh, which is understandable. The first one was was just remarkable. I personally adore the first Joker. I, I, I think it was an amazing movie. Um, super, super horrifying to watch, really. It was just watching a man and his uh, descent to madness, and it felt like, it didn't even feel like a comic book movie at some point. It felt like I was watching a legitimate horror movie. Which, uh, which you know, kudos to to uh, everyone involved with it. Todd Phillips did an amazing job. Walking Phoenix, of course. Um, but that, yeah, Walking Phoenix. J- j- journalists say they emphasize the fact that Walking Phoenix said yes to this. Now, sure, he's offered twenty million dollars for this movie. So I mean, obviously, right there, that's a huge. You know, the movie could be a steamy pile of shit. Todd Phillips could have just. Uh, uh, wiped his ass with the paper and said oh let's make a movie joker 2 based off this shitty piece of paper that i made and walking phoenix probably still could have signed on because it's 20 million dollars right in his face he would have done whatever he would (laughs) he would have done whatever they needed um but i like to think the fact that walking phoenix said yes he seems to me like the type of actor where he he would he would only do a role if it was right i don't know it just that's from that that's the the vibe i get from walking phoenix that he wouldn't have done it if it wasn't good so the fact that he signed on for it 20 million aside or not i mean like you know that no actor really has to work i mean geez you look at someone like robert downey jr he's got all the money in the world he doesn't have to be doing all these movies now but he's just doing it because you know what else is he gonna do with his time um <laughs> so i like to think of the fact that walking phoenix said yes um the first one was a huge hit, over a billion dollars. Uh, he won an Oscar for 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 a best actor. Uh, right there, I like to think that all any fear that we have, any trepidation we have for Joker two should be set aside uh, because Joaquin Phoenix said yes, and plus Todd Phillips is returning. Lady Gaga is going to be in it, and I think that's going to just enhance it. That's going to make it even better. I think she's going to be a great Harley Quinn. Um, very very surprising too i i i never really um i i thought it was uh, a joke at first when i first heard that she was rumored to be uh harley quinn i i i i didn't believe it at first um so i think it's super interesting i i i really do like the casting i really do like it a lot she's uh she's a re- uh, remarkable actress and obviously if it's a musical then i think this is what she was she was born this way <laughs> um so yeah, like I said, first Joker, I absolutely love the first Joker. Uh, very realistic, Todd Phillips. And it's funny because I only knew Todd Phillips from 
uh, The Hangover. That was like what I mainly remember Todd Phillips from. I'm like, oh, the guy who wrote The Hangover and directed The Hangover is going to be writing Joker, uh, or you know, writing and directing Joker. That's kind of interesting, and he absolutely crushed it. And I and I was super blown away by it. Um, and uh, something that's really great too that I I do have to say about Joaquin uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is that. Uh, obviously, when you're playing a, a well-known comic book character, especially one like, you know, Joker, one of the greatest villains of all time, um, and, of, of course, like, you know, Spider-Man, uh, Batman, Superman, uh, just any type of any type of of a combo character people are so quick to compare them with the others like oh the batman like you saw like like uh last week's episode we were comparing uh all all the batman people who have played batman and then of course uh we we've also talked in the past who's the best spider-man who's this and that um so then obviously you would have people who would be very quick to say uh okay who's the who's the best joker heath ledger jack nicholson um or um or uh, Walking Phoenix, or Jared Leto, you know. Uh, but with Walking Phoenix, I felt like he—it's not even care, uh, comparable. It—it—it it, it really wasn't. That was one thing that I was kind of interested to to uh, discuss after I saw Joker. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to compare him to uh, the previous Jokers. Um, um, but he's—he's he's not really comparable. Like I can't even compare because he—he felt so real. I mean, obviously. Uh, the other actors, Jack Nicholson, uh, Cesar Romero, I forgot about C Cesar uh, Romero, Jared Leto, Heath Ledger, they're all, they're, um, you, you know, comic book characters at their core, like, like, like a comic bookie in a way, like, sure, they were somewhat real, um, as is the whole Batman universe, it's, it, it's more realistic than, say, the MCU, um, no supernatural shit or, or, or anything like that, to a degree, uh, but, Walking Phoenix and his portrayal and also just the writing of that movie it didn't even feel like it was something out of a out of a comic book movie that's what I love about Walking Phoenix's portrayal is that I can't even compare him to Heath Ledger or Cesar Romero or Jack Nicholson or Jerry Leto um and that's great the fact that you can you can take a comic book character and you can just make it your own not have to compare it to any anyone else's interpretation that's truly something i think that's super uh, uh admirable and i'm just super excited excited to see what more walking phoenix can bring to it i mean hey if he won best actor for the first one maybe he can win it again for the second one i don't know it's hard to say um he certainly got the the uh, chops for sure and uh so yeah so uh joker uh fully a deux will be released October 4th, 2024. And uh, I think it's, I mean, um, at the time of this recording, August 2022, I mean, it's still two years away. Obviously, we still have to learn more info about it. You know, maybe, you know, like once we start filming, maybe more details will come out. So right now it's kind of hard to judge immediately. Oh God, this is going to be shit. This is going to be this, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, they're, they're not even filming it. We don't, all, all we know is just the title when it's coming out and who's in it, which is at, uh, currently now Walking Phoenix and her and uh, uh, Lady Gaga as Joker and Harley Quinn. Uh, who knows, maybe Robert De Niro, they can get Robert De Niro to come back as Murray, even though, you know, <laughs> after that joke uh, went through his head in the first one, uh, I that's going to be kind of uh, tricky, but I love to see him pop up again, uh, just because, you know, hey, it's Robert, Robert De Niro, you, you can't go wrong. 
you can't go wrong with him at all. So, um, so yeah, so Joker, Folie à deux, uh, jo- uh, October 4th, 2024, and uh, I'm super, I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked to see how it goes, and uh, I have all the faith in the world in uh, Todd Phillips, Walking Phoenix, the whole cast, and definitely be sure to let us know your thoughts on social media too, guys. Uh, are you excited? Do you have any trepidations? Are you like, no, it's fine. They're going to nail this. Uh, de- definitely be sure to hop on social media and let us know your thoughts. So speaking of DC movies, uh, we're on a DC roll here today so far. Um, the next thing we're going to discuss actually it is very surprising to me. It's super surprising that this is even out there at all. Um, this so so essentially for those of you who are unaware, it's been kind of going all over the place now. Uh, ben Affleck is returning as Batman. Now, some of you are going to hear that who don't know and say, yeah, of course, that's been public knowledge that he's coming back in The Flash in 2023. Uh, and yes, that's true. He and Michael Keaton are both coming back in that movie. However, Jason Momoa, who of course plays Aquaman, just recently announced on Instagram that Ben Affleck is reprising his role as Batman in Aquaman 2. Which is like, wow, that's super interesting. So, of course, Aquaman 2 is going to be released March 17th, 2023. Which, when you look at it, it's not that far away. It's hard to believe that how fast the year's going by. We're in August. So, yeah, close to it. It's coming up close. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I had no idea uh, where I was going with that. Uh, so, this is what he posted on uh, Instagram. So, I guess he put up he put up a picture of him and Ben Affleck. Uh, being uh, being very uh, uh, lovey-dovey with one another, I guess. <laughs> like, I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, and uh, this is what he said. He said, Reunited, Bruce and Arthur. Love and miss you, Ben. WB Studios, just explore the back lot. All right. Busted on set, all great things coming. Aquaman 2, all my al- aloha, Jay. Uh, so, yeah, so that's super surprising that they would even announce it. But, I mean, hey... Um, these days, it's always good to to uh, generate more hype around uh, around movies, uh, especially <laughs> especially something tells me Aquaman two. The only reason that they've done this is to try and divert all their attention away from uh, the the uh, the aquatic shitter. <laughs> Amber Heard is still in this movie, so that's probably what they're doing. They're just trying to be like, okay, guys, you guys don't want to see this movie because Amber Heard's in it, but don't worry, Ben Affleck's back as Batman, so that'll 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 ease some of the tension here. So, so I think that's super interesting. Um, so you guys will know. Last week, Agib and I talked about who is the best Batman, and I still stand by that. I think Christian Bale is still the best Batman, still my favorite Batman. Um. But I do say Ben Affleck was a great Batman. I will say that. Ben Affleck was a great Batman. Not my favorite Batman. I like Robert Pattinson and Michael Keaton better. I'd say he'd probably be about... um, So, like, if I had to rank them, Christian Bale, uh, Michael Keaton, Robert Pattinson, and then uh, Ben Affleck, i put at uh, number four. Um, So, yeah, I'm... I think this is great. I do think this is great. I mean, obviously, of course, if there's one thing that that uh, movies or like DC is taking from Spider-Man No Way Home is that it's always good to bring back uh, the OGs. 
it's always good to 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 uh, bring back the old the old favorites and uh, work them in some way, whether some sort of multiverse uh, type of deal. Now, how he's going to be in Aquaman two that's that remains to be seen. We don't know what the circumstances is. Um, if I had to guess, if I had to make an assumption, now this is just my assumption. I don't know. I don't know any details or what what kind of role he's going to be playing. That hasn't been. Uh, uh, talked about yet so what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i don't buy that he's a main character i don't buy that i mean i could be wrong but the only reason i'd say that is because he would have just had to been on set far too much and uh for it to be for it to have been kept even remotely uh secret so i mean obviously one person sees ben affleck and he's you know filming this big big scene like all these scenes that gets out pretty fastly <laughs> and he's in a batman costume obviously that's gonna that's gonna be a huge uh you know you can't really avoid that uh he could have he could also do the whole andrew garfield i don't know what you're talking about i'm not in <laughs> spider-man no way what spider-man spider who um he could have done that but so that's just my opinion i don't think he's gonna be a main main character but i could be wrong i could be wrong i mean in no way home i was super surprised that toby and andrew played as big a roles as they did i didn't expect them to even i expected them to be in like 10 minutes of the movie and they were there for a good half hour maybe even more than a half hour of the movie so who knows we're just gonna have to wait till march and see what happens but what do i think about ben affleck coming back as Batman again, I think this is great. I do think this is great. Because, as I mentioned before, people, it's so hard, it's so easy for people to look at a shitty movie and think that the quality of the movie as a whole impacts that uh, particular actor's performance. Look, just because Batman v Superman isn't the best movie at all, I, I'm, I won't, I'm not the first person to say that. I, I think the movie could have been a lot better. Uh, and it's not my favorite and it and it drew me away from Justice League for a while I didn't even want to see Justice League for a bit because of Batman v Superman so uh, just because the movie was not the best some people say it was shit I don't think it was shit I just think it could have been a lot better and it just left a sour taste in my mouth um, but just because it was shit, that doesn't mean Ben Affleck didn't do a great job. Ben Affleck did a terrific job as Batman. Uh, personally, maybe if the writing and the movie was a little bit better, maybe my perception would have changed a little bit. It's 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 hard, it's uh, tricky to say. Um, they've they've made some mistakes with with uh, with these movies, and uh, uh, nothing. Uh, against the actors i mean that's one thing that, that 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 people do need to keep in mind is that the actors don't write these movies the actors just read the script as they're given and they just make it work they just do they just do their job that's all they're doing so uh ben affleck be doing nothing wrong he's just doing his job um so i think it's gonna be great though that we're gonna see him back in some fashion like i said i don't know what it's gonna be but the fact that he's already in the upcoming Flash movie, which you know is is uh, controversial to say the least. Right now, they, it seems like they are moving forward with it, despite this whole Ezra Miller drama. Um, that 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 could be one draw t towards the Flash movie. Actually, uh, you know, nobody wants. I'm sure lots of people are are already drawn away from the Flash movie because of this Ezra Miller stuff. But I think if they announce that Ben Affleck is, or like you know, they they focus primarily on if Ben Affleck 
and Michael Keaton are back as Batman, that's just gonna, you know, like, okay, who gives a shit about The Flash? I'm just going to watch it because Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are back. That's huge. That's a huge deal. Especially Michael Keaton. He hasn't been Batman in so long, so... Um, <clears throat> So I, I'm super stoked. I, I, I'm super stoked to see how it goes. Um, I haven't been too excited for uh, Aquaman 2. I mean, not real. I mean, like, obviously, I'm more of a Marvel person. So it's hard for me to keep up with uh, the, the, the DC stuff. Uh, and then obviously, Aquaman, Amber Heard, you know, that's that's a whole issue in and of itself. So it's it's funny how you see Ben Affleck showing up in all of these uh, movies with controversial actors. I mean, think about it. The Flash, Ezra Miller, uh, who is our lead character, uh, you know, choking a woman and threatening to burn someone's slut wife and this and that. Uh, and then, hey, hey, guys, don't worry about Ezra because Ben Affleck's back as Batman. So don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about Ezra. And and then now you have with Aquaman 2. Amber Heard is a is a huge part ha, has a huge part in this. Oh guys, don't worry, Ben Affleck's back as Batman. Don't worry about this. I'm almost expecting this to happen in some Marvel Marvel movie or something. Let's say something happens. I don't know, like uh, Tom Holland gets in some shit for Spider Man. Oh, don't worry, guys, Ben Affleck's coming back as Batman. Or you know, Ben Affleck will be the uh, the way to draw controversy away from movies. So if I'm ever doing a play and uh, one of my actors does something controversial, I'm just going to come out and say, hey, guys, don't worry. Ben Affleck is is also in this play. So don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it at all. Um, <laughs> as if he'd ever. Oh, God, can you imagine um, in my dreams? So. So yeah, so definitely be sure to leave your thoughts, guys. I'd love to hear everyone's opinions on this because, ben, you know, Ben Affleck, I I might be easy to say he might be the most controversial, one of the most controversial, Bat well, no, actually, no, that's probably not fair to say, because George Clooney still exists, George Clooney's Batman is still out there, so, <laughs> he would, he, he would probably take the number one spot on that, so, so yeah, but, but be sure to, to let us know your thoughts, what's your opinion on Ben Affleck coming back, and what kind of role do you think he's going to be playing in Aquaman 2, is it going to be a main part, I, I, I don't think so, I think it's going to be a smaller part, but who knows, uh, definitely be sure to hop on social media and let us know your thoughts on this. So now we are going to move a bit away from the DC stuff. We've been talking about that since the show started. And we're going to talk about uh, this show that you guys probably uh, never even heard of. A show that I've never talked about on this podcast before. And that's uh, this little show called Better Call Saul. Uh, <laughs> um Amazing! This this I, I can't believe. Uh, at the time of this recording, this is before the uh, penultimate episode is aired. So right now there are two episodes left. When this episode releases, we'll we'll have seen the penultimate episode, and we'll be waiting for the series finale, which is just unbelievable. I cannot I like the, the fact that I'm saying that. The Better Call Saul. I I I still remember when this show was announced. I was still watching Breaking Bad, and now here we are. You know, all these years later, and. We're, we're only two episodes away from it all being over. I'm not, I, I, I don't think I'm ready. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Um, the whole universe is coming to an end. Like, like or not this universe, but the, the, the events Gilligan universe, the Gilliverse is coming to an end uh, very, very soon. And so that's just crazy, uh, crazy to think about. Um, so 
yeah, so Better Call Saul. So spoiler alert for um, for those of you who haven't been caught up on the show to to a date. But the topic here, uh, it's not necessarily a spoiler because for two reasons. One, they announced it already. They announced that this was all happening, so it's not really a spoiler to say this. Whatever. Uh, and two, um, people who you know, I'm sure people would have known that this was going to happen eventually. And that's, of course, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul reprised their roles as Walter White and Jesse Pinkman in Better Call Saul, six years, which is six years uh, before Breaking Bad. And since the show jumps all over in timelines, you were you, you, you kind of would have been expecting them to show up at some point. So not really a spoiler, but I, 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 I can't promise not to talk about some of the stuff that's happened in the show up, up to current date. So just be mindful of that. Uh, so that's it. It was uh, certainly quite the moment just seeing Walt and Jesse come back. I mean, obviously the 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 episode that aired was titled Breaking Bad, so you you kind of knew they were. The episode was called Breaking Bad, and there's only three episodes left. So you're like, okay, we know they're coming back. Uh, I guess they 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 do have more to come. Um, they just had the one scene in this episode, but Bob Odenkirk announced that they. He said, don't worry, we're still going to see more of Walt and Jesse before the show ends. So I'm sure maybe we'll get them in episode 12 uh, this this Monday. Or at the time that you're watching this, you'll have already known that they were in the penultimate episode or not. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was quite the moment. It really was. I mean, even, even though we knew it was coming. Uh, and I do think it was a good scene to do. To do Because uh, obviously they show up, for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, but don't care about spoilers. Uh, they 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 show up. Uh, they do the scene and uh, that was from Breaking Bad. It wasn't me. It was Ignacio. Lalo didn't send you. Uh, and then we see the scene in Better Call Saul when they get in the RV and leave. And Jesse even says like, "Who's Lalo?" And you know, and no, don't worry about him. Um, and uh, just see, it was all something that always blows my mind about. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul is their dedication and how excited they are about about these roles. They literally just slipped right back into Walt and Jesse. And if if we were none the wiser, we didn't know any of this. We would have just thought it was a scene from Breaking Bad. Honestly, um, obviously, of course, Aaron Paul looks a little older. That's pretty easy to tell. I mean, they shot that scene, you know, ten years ago, probably more than more more than ten years ago. Uh, so obviously, he's not gonna look. Uh, he's not gonna look you know, like he's 19 again or like, or 20 again, you know what I mean? Aaron Paul's in, in his early forties now. So, um, I, for me personally, I was just excited to have them come back at all. Cause, uh, there was at one point I was even questioning myself. I'm like, is Walt and Jesse ever going to show up? I don't think they're going to. Um, and, it, and I didn't think it was really necessary. And then as we started getting deeper into the final season and we learned that they were coming back, I thought, okay, this is good. This is good. I think it's good that they're coming back. Um, because when you look at where Saul ends up, he ends up where he is because of Walter White. You know what I mean? So it's like the fact that he just would not appear uh, is kind of like, oh, yeah, like the, how can you? How can you do Better Call Saul and not have Walter White appear or Jesse appear? Because they were both so instrumental to to uh, Saul's current state, post-Breaking Bad, Gene timeline, whatever. Um, so what I wanted to touch on was... Uh, did it deliver? Did, you know, this was probably the most anticipated moment of the series, honestly, really. I mean, 
for me, it, it it wasn't. I guess my most anticipated moment was to just see how Jimmy McGill actually becomes Saul Goodman. And I was so excited for that and so excited for that. And then once he finally became Saul Goodman, the scene, once Kim leaves him, this and that, I was like, no, I want Jimmy McGill back. It was just gut-wrenching. So uh, that's, you know, kudos to the writing team. They're, they're, they knock it out of the park as always. Um, but did it work? Did the, did, did the Walton Jesse appearance uh, deliver? Because I mentioned that something that people always people were uh focusing on was that oh aaron paul looks too old or this and that like blah 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 blah. but my in my opinion i mean i don't think anyone was complaining in el camino like el camino of course they had walter white come back for that and and jesse of course was the main character um but when they did the flashback in el camino with walton jesse eating breakfast Aaron Paul looked pretty older in there. Like, he looked older, and you can tell. It, it, it was supposed to be back in the Season 2 timeline, and he still looked a little old. It was pretty obvious to tell. And, of course, Brian Cranston with the ball cap, that was a little obvious, but I didn't care because just seeing him back was everything. Uh, so, in my opinion, I think it really worked. It really, really, really worked. Um, when, you're jump, when, when you're trying to um, recapture what you shot 10 years ago, it's not going to be perfect. And that's one thing that, that, that people need to understand. I mean, obviously, uh, like I said, it was 10 years ago since they shot that scene out in the desert. So they're not going to get Aaron Paul back to how he was, whether or not they did a little de-aging on him. That's, I'm not sure if they did. Uh, that's, that's another question. Um, but Brian Cranston, honestly, he, it, 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 he, I don't think there was any issue with him. I mean, the ball cap they had the, they had his hat on, the little the the uh, what do you call it the uh, the uh, ski mask. He had the ski mask on, lifted up. So I feel like that scene was done on purpose so they wouldn't have to worry about the ball cap, because that was the only thing that people were complaining about with the El Camino thing was that Walt was Walt's ball cap was pretty obvious, which I will admit it was a little obvious, but I, I was just so excited to have Walt back. I didn't care. Uh, and the same with Better Call Saul. I mean, uh, I mean. Even you look at uh, Mike and Gus. This is six years before Breaking Bad, and in Better Call Saul, they look older than they do in Breaking Bad. And it's just it is what it is. You 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 would try try to do your best. You can try and de-age them, makeup as much as you can. Uh, there's no 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 matter what you do, there's gonna be like gaps and cracks in there in between. Um, so do I think that the return? Walt and Jesse's Better Call Saul appearance delivered. I think it did. I and I'm not just saying that just because I'm a Breaking Bad fanboy and uh, I'll defend the show to the ends of the earth. Uh, I I genuinely feel like it really delivered. And uh, at this time, at the time of this recording, I don't know what else is going to happen with Walt and Jesse in Better Call Saul. I'm still kind of you know, uh, I'm still interested to see what's going to happen with them in the next two episodes. How they're going to appear. From what I hear. Uh, they shot one, uh, uh, Cranston and Aaron Paul shot one scene together and then they shot one scene each separate. So we still have at least one more scene with Walt, one more scene with Jesse. So where they're going to be in, in the coming episodes that, that remains to be seen. Uh, unless of course you're listening to them. <laughs> of course you guys will be listening to this, uh, and say, oh yeah, it was in episode 12. Jesse's scene was in episode 12, uh, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm super happy with how it went. I really am. Um, uh, and I'm super pumped 
to see how this show ends. Like, I, I'm still in disbelief that it's already ending. It feels like just yesterday I was, like, flipping shit that they were doing a Breaking Bad prequel. Because uh, Breaking Bad was the best show I had ever seen. And uh, uh, I, st- I, I still remember when the series finale of Breaking Bad aired. It was, uh, it was I think it was, like, my third week of high school or something like that. And the hype around that show and so many other shows at the time, Walking Dead, but for me, Breaking Bad was always the biggest one for me. And when they announced they were doing Better Call Saul, I was so pumped. And now, so I would have been how old then? What, like 14, 15 in that range? Uh, something like that. And now here I am. I'm uh, 23 and Better Call Saul is coming to an end. So it's all coming come full circle. Uh, so I'm pumped to see how it ends. Don't forget to stay tuned, guys. Um, in a couple weeks, uh, we will be doing a Breaking Bad special episode. Uh, so if there's anybody listening right now, if you're interested, if you're a huge uh, Breaking Bad Better Call Saul fan and you're watching the sh- the the, uh, the Saul finale as it airs, uh, definitely be sure to let me know. Uh, hoping to get as many people as I can. I might just keep it fairly small, but definitely if I get a rough idea of how many people might be interested, if I get some people on, any Breaking Bad fans, uh, we'll be doing like a, a, a bad special, Breaking Bad special. We would just talk about Better Call Saul's finale, both series as a whole, the movie, uh, and uh, we can just talk from there. So, so yeah, I think Walton Jesse's return delivered. Uh super happy that Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul were able to do this. It's funny that apparently they shot those scenes uh, in the desert uh, in like April last year, like way before, like that was probably maybe one of the first things they ever shot for season six, probably just to accommodate their schedules. So they were able to get them in. Thankful. Thank God for that. I'm so happy that we got to see them again. And uh, yeah. So let us, let me know uh, on social media, uh, are you ha- did Walton Jesse's return deliver? Did you want to see more? Did do you think it wasn't enough? Did Aaron Paul look too old? Did Brian Cranston look too old? Uh, whatever your opinion is, drop it down on social media, and that will wrap it up for the show today, guys. So uh, thank you so much for uh, indulging me on yet another solo episode. Um, I like these a lot. I do like these a lot. Uh, it gives you guys more time with me to learn a little more about me. Uh. Some of you guys might not like me, but that's totally fine. Uh, as a, a you, you know, just listen to me ramble for an hour without someone to bounce off of back and forth with is might not be the most exciting thing to watch. But I love I, I love doing these podcasts. I love to just keep them going no matter what I'm doing. Um, uh, obviously, I feel like I'm at my best when I have someone to talk with me. But I love just doing the podcast in general. So thank you guys all for your support and for listening to the show. Uh, it's been doing very, very well. And uh, uh, the analytics are good. So uh, let's keep it up. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. And stay tuned for the next episode next Tuesday. Uh, name's Frankie Corcoran. Uh, your host as always. And we will see you next week. Take care, guys. <laughs>